Hey everyone out there, welcome to another week's edition of Hold On Let Me Tell It Podcast, coming to you live, not from the Dongsville Podcast Studio See and Toy what? Museum. We are on location at Adam's house this week, had to throw a little curveball action, um, but no, we got a great show for you today. How you doing, Adam? Doing well, Matt. This week's podcast, once again, brought to us by Down the Street Bar and Grill, located at 967 South Jackson Street, and the featured beer, or I should say seltzer, spiked seltzer, is from Bon and Viv, straight out of Boathouse Beverage Company in Baldwin... Maybe maybe they know Larry. Maybe they know Alec. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of them. Steven got kicked out, I guarantee you. <laughs> New York. It's a spike seltzer. This one's prickly pear. I got the cranberry. Seltzer-y-ish. Very seltzery. It's um, kind of the fat going right now, right? Big time. People um, like that. I heard like there's a white claw shortage. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. Everywhere I look, there's still a shitload of White Claw. Yeah, I think there was at one time, and I thought I saw a story, like a news you story. You thought you saw a middle-aged white girl sucking dick for a White Claw? Oh, yes, behind Woodman's. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it was just a lady returning cards, you know, picking them up. Some, like, Turns they out had she was one just story a whore. That, yeah. It tur- there was a story where a guy, like, bought, like, pallets upon pallets of them because that... He was going to sell him as like a frat dude or something. <laughs> All right, dumbass. hold on. I already have a sidebar. Yes. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, somebody um, buying bulk in an item that he was going to try to flip, <laughs> did I tell you about uh, Nate Dog's no. um, entrepreneurial um, venture he was going to do? What's that? So, and I, this, this really runs nicely. I can't even believe you brought that up, but... Um, Last week, I think it was Thursday, yeah, it was the day after we recorded, um, Nate needed some help moving from his house in Beloit um, to his new place, which is in Cross Plains, kind of like right outside Middleton. Yep. So it's like, I don't know, hour and ten minutes away or whatever. But I go over there, and I'm like, well, what do we got to move? He's got a (laughs) U-Haul. I'm feeling like shit, as you guys know from last week or whatever. And, uh basically it's like a bedroom set, a sectional, and then a couple other things. He doesn't have, like, the majority of his stuff, I guess, was packed, but it still just didn't have that look to it where you're ready to fucking move, you know? Yeah. I was like, Jesus, there's a lot of shit here still. <laughs> and he kept saying, oh, well, I'll get that next time in the car, or I'll just get that in the car. And I'm like, I'm pretty soon, I'm like, dude, how fucking big do you think your car is? You know? Right. But anyways, there's like this uh, trunk, I guess you would say. Okay. And it's it's decent size. It's probably like three foot long, good foot and a half tall, maybe a foot and a half deep. I don't okay. know. And he tells me he tells me uh, that he goes <laughs> that thing's stuffed with about <laughs> two hundred pounds worth of Skittles. What? <laughs> I said I was like two hundred pounds worth of Skittles. What do you what the fuck are you talking about? Hoard the rainbow. He goes. Uh, <laughs> he goes. You remember? Um, and I've gone on a rant about this, not on the podcast, but when they, when they switched the green Skittle from lime to green apple yeah. was the day I stopped buying the product. That's right. I've like, heard you say fuck that. Fuck that. I'm not a, I'm not um, a Skittles guy, but I remember you being hot about that. I was, dude. <laughs> um, there, so they re-released it, like they like brought back the lime for a limited time, 
And Nate's like, they were fucking gone everywhere I could find them. Like, he said he ended up going to eBay for a bag. Really? And paying like $10 for a one pound bag wow. of Skittles. That gave him the idea. So, probably. I don't know where he found them. But I shit you not, dude. I open up this trunk and there had to have been a hundred bags of one pound bag of Skittles. And With then the all line. these like bubble mailers. Like, the, oh, he they shipped didn't, They didn't in? quite fit. Like... I think he was going to, that was like his goal, what he was going to do, but he slept on it too long. Now they're expired. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's like, can you sell expired candy? And I was like, I don't, I don't know what the legalities of selling expired candies are, but yeah, you should I, definitely look into it. Yeah, I, I feel like there's Crystal Pepsi out on the, you know what I mean? You can still probably find that on eBay somewhere before they rebooted that. What I told him was, I feel like as long as you disclose I yeah. think you're okay. Yeah, don't try to pull one over. But on no, I, I did. I took a video of it. We'll definitely post that <laughs> yes. to the page. <laughs> I love it. I couldn't believe I this love the spirit. Stash. Nate had like a, literally 100 pounds worth of Skittles. And now the pod's out. Trick-or-treaters are just going to rush his place and cross planes. <laughs> They're gone now. Um, that was so fucking funny that you said that. That's great. Um, no shortage of White Claw, though, in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. We're good. Yeah, so Spiked Seltzer, Bon and Viv. It's got two mermaids on it. Do you think one's Bon and one's Viv, or how does this work? Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, let's see. Gluten-free, no sugar added, and then it says just right, 4.5% alcohol by volume. <laughs> I little... missed that when you said that earlier. I'm like, he thinks 4.5 is just right? No, I would prefer right. it higher. But... Right. Just right. <laughs> Give me like 8 <laughs> <laughs> I'm an eight guy. I want to get twist. double it. I want to get twisted off these things. <laughs> I'm gonna drink one of these. I'm gonna get fucked up. Um, yeah. So head on down to DTS. Get yourself some Spike Seltzer. Yeah, they got uh, the SNL costume party coming up at the end of the month uh, for Halloween, and then on Halloween, I believe um, Party Marty will be there rocking. So stop down and check out the music stylings of Party Marty. Right on. He. It's always fun when Party Marty's in the house. Yeah, man. He does a bunch he's, of good shit. Good we played with him at uh, another venue one time as well. Zox, I believe, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, so we like to do the national day of the month or day of the year. Do you got any uh, guesses? Don't look at my notes, you son of a no- bitch. I didn't look at your notes. It- By the way, this is episode 38. Nice. We're getting close to the 40. We're both 38. I know. That's what I thought of. That's why I said 40. Um, let's go. It's, it's all downhill from here, brother. It's National Owl Day. <laughs> Owl Day? Yeah. Holy shit. No. No, you're wrong. It's any birds? Um, negative. Damn. It is National um, Emergency Nurses Day. Okay. Shout out to Nina. Um, national... Kelly too, right? Isn't Kelly a nurse? She's a nurse, but she's no longer an ER nurse. Oh, okay. Get, I'm sure Kelly's going to have her day, Adam. You just wait. Um, a lot of days. National Bring Your Teddy Bear to School or Work Day. Mm-mm. I don't like that one. National Stop Bullying Day. We can Fine all get that. behind that. This one's an odd cho- choice. <laughs> Pro Life or yeah, Pro Life Cupcake Day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where to go with I don't that. Know. What the fuck? Is there um, an abortion cupcake day? <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Good grief. Um, Why did they have to throw the cupcake in there? I think it should I be one or the other. I clicked on it and it was like, uh, cupcakes are a good conversation starter. 
we're not trying to cause any arguments, oh, but we would like okay. to open up dialogue. And I'm like, you could say that about fucking gang rape. Like, right. We just want to get the diet. We just want to get it started. Cupcakes is icebreaker, huh? I guess. Okay. Um, and then, finally, it is also National Moldy Cheese Day. <laughs> Moldy Cheese has its own holiday. Moldy Cheese. Isn't there like a comedy bit about that or something? I don't know. What do you got? I, pff, nothing. I just, I swear, why is moldy cheese a thing? There's something, right? Well, here's the thing. I thought, what I thought when I, when I read that was, I was like, well, who the fuck wants to eat moldy cheese? As it turns out, I don't. But like blue cheese, that's that's moldy cheese. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, Brie, that has like, that gets like this fucking huge white rind mold on it. And then they scrape it off and then they sell it. it. Yeah. That's fucked up. Who's that? That's crazy. But yeah, they've they've figured out that like injecting mold spores into the bacteria cultures of these cheeses gives it this flavor. I don't know. It's fucking weird though. Yeah, who's the first person to ch- probably just probably goes back to expired candy? Like, Some still lazy pretty good. bastard. It's pretty good still. There's there's mold on it, but it's not bad. You scrape the mold off, and it's pretty good. <laughs> or if you just have the mold veining through it, like blue cheese, fucking gross. Oh yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> Anything else going on in your world this week or this weekend or well, speaking this past of, weekend, I should say, I guess. Speaking of anti-bullying, I saw the Joker. Yes. How was that? It was really good. But that would definitely fall under that category. It really dives into, like, you You feel bad for that. Oh, that's movie. why he is the way he is? Pretty much. Well, that and mental illness. Comic book um, origin stories, it's always weird because they, like, there's not a single origin story for a character, really. You know what I mean? Like, when different writers take control of a book, a lot of times they'll put their own they'll spin on, on it, it or yeah, whatever. And yeah, and Joker never really had one in the comics. Right, so they're like all the just kind of making this up. Yeah, which I'm sure that the dude... And the dude that did this movie, that directed it, he's the same guy that did... This is his first like serious movie. He did the Hangover trilogy, and he did Old School. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he did a damn good job. You're like my a, boy, Blue! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is some un... It has to be intentional, but like... Tongue in, in, in cheek. In the plot, unintentional funny, but it just like... There's a couple times where I laughed out loud, but nobody else did, and I was like, eh. Like Brian know. did when the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yes. murdered a bunch of people? Right. And that like eight-year-old girl was in the, the theater with us, which I don't know why they brought her there, but yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Leave her in the car but while there, you go I mean, see so, the Texas Chainsaw right. Massacre? I, there is like there is a couple moments in the in the movie that they were funny. They're dark. But they were funny. Um, yeah, I, I recommended it. It was it was good. Interesting. Good I, flick. You said you went and saw it by yourself. I did. Is uh, that the first movie you've seen by yourself? No. Really? I, I thought you couple. hadn't. Because I was touting it not that long ago, and I thought you hadn't done it yet. No, I I I think it was. Um, Maybe it was the first or second time I had done it, and then you're like, "Yes, I say that's about because I went and saw what was the last Avengers or whatever." Ah, uh, yes, I do remember that. But no, that's <laughs> you can't talk during the movie anyway. You no. know what I mean? You don't it's have perfect. To, you don't have to worry about whoever you're with is having a good time. Yeah. You don't need to just dis- you don't discuss it during the movie anyway. So it's like fuck it. You just go. You don't worry about a thing. You watch a movie. It's the it's a great experience. Yeah, it was great. Um. Something super sweet is going to happen in Janesville on December 1st. I don't know if you heard. I did hear. Yeah, Possessed by Paul James. 
Um, Emma and Charlie got at him. Friend of the show, Emma and Charlie. And she works at Looking Glass, so they booked him there. Awesome. And that's fucking sweet. So he's in, I believe, Chicago for a gig on on uh, November 29th. Then he's up in Appleton on the 30th. That was like a rescheduled show. Um, he was scheduled like a month or two ago to, to play on a Thursday night. And like his RV or whatever broke down. Right. We were, we were going to make the trip. Yeah, that's right. I remember you talking and about And it just ended up getting canceled. And he's like, we'll reschedule or whatever. And the rescheduled date is for November 30th. So they kind of got a hold of him, and this is the same kind of thing where when we got him to play in the neighborhood, it was right. like, if he's You're in the close area, enough, he'll come hours. play a fucking gig. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that's going to be super fucking sweet. Speaking um, of Emma, uh, we had to move our Lou Dog date at the Looking Glass because of a certain singer, I mean, member of the band messed up his date, so I'm hoping she gets back to us with another available date in November. I'm sure she will. I'm hoping, because we feel really bad about that, but... Yeah, so hopefully Lou Dog in November sometime, and then that'll be awesome on... What is it, the first? Yeah, sun, the sun, it's a Sunday, Sunday, and you know I have Mondays off, so... You'll be there all front and turning up Maddie J this time. <laughs> um, yeah, when he does that show in Chicago on the 29th, that's actually at the Beat Kitchen, where we went and saw... Um, we watch wrestling. We watch wrestling, Podcast. and there's... Like I said before, there's so many things that they do at that fucking little yeah, place. It's, I like it, though. There's a million places in Chicago for people to do stuff at. I don't understand why that keeps coming up. You know, it's kind of weird. Maybe it's uh, cheap uh, to rent out or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they, maybe it's easier to, you don't have to pay so much to get recoup your your profit, maybe. I suppose. It's not that big of a place. Like No, it's not. When we went and saw the podcast, this couple times we did, there's probably only like... 40 people there yeah and you got to think these guys are flying in from la it's got to be they got to break even i'm not saying they make money on these ventures but you got to think they break even right yeah i would hope so yeah. otherwise why keep doing it <coughs> um what do you want to do we talked about uh we talked about for the month of october we're each going to bring like creepy or serial killer or mysteries or something like that to the table yeah have you got one this week i do do you want to jump right into it or you want to take a quick break and then get into it let's take a quick break then we'll come back with it all right we'll be right back with uh do you want to tease it yeah what um, is it it's Dude, it hold on, be... let me get the unsolved mystery music yes multiple missing people actually multiple dead people possibly murdered Possibly more than one murderer. Unsolved? Yes. Nice. In Wisconsin? Yes. That's the theme, right? Yes. All right, stay tuned. Multiple murders. You're listening to Hold On, Let Me Tell It. All right, everybody, we are back. Uh, Adam, you teased before the break. Why don't you hit us with this story? Have you ever heard... Of the smiley face murder theory? Not. Ooh. All right. So the smiley face murder theory, it's a theory advanced by retired New York City detectives Kevin Gannon and Anthony Duarte, also a Dr. Lee Gilbertson, a criminal justice professor and gang expert at St. Cloud State University. (coughs) So basically, in a nutshell, what it is, there's been all these young men that have gone missing and then they turn up in a body of water um and 
by these bodies of water, they find a smiley face uh, spray-painted or, or graffitied somewhere near. So Is this I, the Joker movie? No. <laughs> Are you just all about this Joker movie? <laughs> it did inspire me. I remember hearing about this years ago, actually. Though. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's across a bunch of states. There was a few in lacrosse. And actually, like, there's a, there's a congressman that made... Um, that wrote, like, uh, the police department and were like, you need to reopen this case because what's what they were finding was these... All the all the people that were found were inebriated, like when at once they did. But they were finding like the way their their body would uh, start to like decompose or like bloat because you're in the water. Yeah. That the way that it it would do that showed signs that they were dead first before they hit the water. Okay. So that's why they started you know going back. I guess into you could tell cases. that because um, they're probably their lungs weren't full of water. Right. Because if you were dead first, you wouldn't be sucking any but water. But you would think that eventually water would get in if you're just plopped in. Sure. You know? but, but maybe maybe, maybe that's one of the <clears> things, you know? Um, there, it's Yeah, it's, it's across a bunch of states. Um, How many in total? Let's see. Well, I should just let you tell the story. So I kind of kind of did it in a, nut, a nutshell. All right, so... Yeah, there was eight in lacrosse alone. Holy shit. What, yeah. what year are we talking? Or Late years? 90s to... Two th- last one was 2010. You know, you hear, you do hear about, like, uh, especially in college towns, like, guys or gals getting fucked up at bars and then just disappearing. It seems to be, like, easy targets. Yeah. Um, and they were finding <clears throat> that a lot of these guys had GHB in their system, which is, like, that day, day rape, rape drug. Yeah. And, like, so, like, one of them, the guy, I think it was the lacrosse one, one of the lacrosse ones, that the two buddies were together, and one of the buddies woke up with a head injury, and somebody found him, on like, laying on the sidewalk or something. So he came to in the ER and didn't remember anything, and he was walking with his buddy. Well, they found his buddy in the river down the road. No shit. So, like, the last thing he remembers is walking with With his his buddy. buddy. Yep. And then and then he wakes up in the ER. Wow, dude. And that some are saying like it could be hundreds because they keep finding these smiley faces. But what's... so there's a couple different like a couple different agencies. A lot of these places where the murders take place are like it's bullshit. Kid got drunk, fell in the river. Sure, um, but that's the narrative that you hear a lot, and I don't know how often that actually happens. Right. But what about the the whole smiley face well, that's, thing? That's that's another. Weird. Uh, that's. Yeah, but uh, the the naysayers about it are like, I bet you you can go within a five mile radius of pretty much anywhere and, go find, f- it. and find a smiley face. Oh, that's how far away they are. They're not like that guy just said it. I mean, no, they, these are all pretty close within <clears throat> within a mile or two. They'd say. Yeah, if you were really canvassing the area, I'm sure I could find a smiley face spray painted somewhere in five mile vicinity of this place. It gets cr- like, and the, these guys that. Um, the the ones that were you know advocating for that they think that this is, they don't think it's one guy. They think it's a whole copycat ne- kind of thing. No, they or? think it's a network, and they're talking on the dark web, and they're doing it like. They're... I gotta get on this dark web. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, nah, I think no, you I could. <laughs> um, I guess I just want to know if I could get on the dark web. I'm sure you absolutely could. 
Google it. No, you do it on yours. <laughs> this is why we did the podcast from here. Yes. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, it kind of just goes into like, you know, six different people, uh, different states, um, what happened, you know, they... Wait, si- I thought you said there was eight in the cross alone. There was. They think there's hundreds of these. What did you just say about six? Oh, I just have six examples from different... Oh. Like, it goes into detail about what happened with the victim, but we don't really... That's that's the gist of it. Is there any, like... There's actually a documentary on that's it, That's what I was going to ask you if you yeah. looked into that. I haven't watched it yet, but once I... Because I remember hearing that story a few years... Probably, like, ten years ago. Something rings a bell somewhat... <sighs> Something's jogging my memory a little bit when it comes to this, but I don't know. Do you know where the, the uh, documentary is or no? Uh, it says you can find it on Oxygen. Oh, okay. The, so the the woman's channel. The woman's chat. Hey, mother, hey, Ripley. A mother's night. We got a run in from Ripley. It's my dog Ripley wearing the the hold on the let, hold me, tell on, let me tell it bandana. bandana. Official. She's official. Um, get out of here. Anything. <laughs> she can stay. She's scooping my heat. I'm trying to tell my story. What else you got? But look at this map. Like those are those are the ones from like the what they documented on the on the on the on the show. And what states are all those? Uh, For the kids at home. Illinois, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Maine, Ohio. All places with large bodies of water. Hmm? And colleges. Oh, that was the other thing. They're all like successful students and athletes. There wasn't any just like Schlubs. Both? Like, they're at student... One or the other. Oh, okay. That's crazy. There's always, like, a byline through all of these things, you know? Yeah. They'd either find GHB or they'd find antidepressants. And some of the, like, the people weren't on antidepressants. So I think somebody could be drugging these kids, killing them, and throwing them in the river, Matt. And when was the, like, the last one that's known? Um... I want to know if the shit's still going on. I think the last one was, like, 2010. But don't you think that's, um, that goes against your theory? Well, not your theory, but if the it's theory network, of like a whole network. Right. Like, why would they just stop cold nine years ago or ten years ago? Maybe that's when the documentary came out or something. They're like, oh, they're on to us. I mean, anything's possible. I don't know. I thought it was a cool story. It, it is. Um, so the one I was looking into was... Um, the Disappearance and Death of Barbara Blackstone. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay. <clears throat> Barbara Blackstone, um, when she passed, was 30 years old. Um, she was a uh, high school teacher. In 1987, that's when she went missing. And she taught... Uh, like computer class. Think about that for a minute, though. Like in '87, in '87, teaching a computer class is like very cutting edge, you right? Know? Like, and she's a young teacher. She's 30 at the time. <clears throat> um, I was looking at a bunch of these cases and stuff, and there's a there's a site called Web Sleuths. Have you heard of that? Nope. So basically, people can plug in a case, and then you can create an account or whatever. I think you have to create an account if you want to post or whatever, but anybody can read it. Okay. And basically then it you know it lays out the facts, and then these people all kind of get together and try to solve crimes. Oh, I don't right. know 
what their you know success rate is or anything like that. Right. Um, but <clears throat> I'm gonna lay out the story for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me just take a swig of a. Uh, Hold on. Let me sip it. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> That is a prickly pear. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Story time, kids. <laughs> At 1.40 p.m. on the afternoon of Thursday, July 9th, 1987, 30-year-old Barbara Blackstone stopped at a gas station near the Interstate 90 exit at the central Wisconsin town of Linden Station. Have you ever been? Yep. It's kind of over by the Dells. Yep. She filled up her car and a five-gallon gas can for her lawn tractor, then headed back to the rural home she shared with her husband, Tom. Barbara, a business ed and computer teacher in New Lisbon, Wisconsin, was mowing an area on their property for a family picnic. Um, basically, I did some more of the research. Like, they had found this plot of land, I think it was like 80 acres, and kind of built the house of their dream by themselves, the two of them, like, from okay. the ground up. And this was going to be, like, the big reveal like she was having she was super pumped to have all these family and friends come see the new the new house um so she's a teacher july 9th you're on summer vacation but right. the husband's still working okay um when tom blackstone returned home with his lawn service from his lawn service job about 6 p.m he found the car with the keys in it parked by a shed but barbara was not home there was no note or any other indication as to why barbara was gone so tom started calling the neighbors when that turned up nothing, he called Juneau County Sheriff's Department about 9.30 p.m. For the next two days, volunteers on foot, on horseback, and four-wheel drive vehicles searched a five-mile radius. They were joined by bloodhounds and a National Guard helicopter that was actually called in by uh, Governor Tommy Thompson because he's from that city. Oh, wow. Or from that county, so he was, like, on it. Um, no clues whatsoever turned up. For all intents and purposes... Barbara Blackstone had simply vanished. Um, authorities believed that it was possible someone followed Barbara home from the gas station to her rather isolated home located on a dead-end road. There were no signs of struggle, but the sheriff believed it was highly unlikely she left willingly and was abducted. If she was surprised at gunpoint, she would have had little recourse but to go along with the abductor. Yeah. Um, Tom Blackstone, the husband offers a $10,000 reward for information about her whereabouts, and Barbara's father offered an additional five. This is in 87? 1987. Okay. About all authorities had to go on was a witness who drove past the property about 2.30 that day. The witness reported seeing Barbara's car parked near the shed, but Barbara herself was not there. The time of abduction was believed to be between 1.45 and 2.30 on July 9th. Now, um, the whole area is in a frenzy at this point anyways, because during the summer of 1987, two other women were abducted and both cases brutally murdered. Um, it was feared that there was maybe a serial killer on the loose. However, none of the three were related. Two separate men were eventually caught and convicted of those two other murders. Um, but like sales of firearms were way up. Um, everybody, everybody was in a frenzy. Sure, freaked out. Because this was going on. Um, so this is kind of the Cliff Notes version of the story, <clears throat> um, before they actually discover her. Um, but it was, it was so weird because they, they had the clerk from the gas station, New Lisbon or Linden station. They're both tiny, yeah, yeah. you know, areas. Um, the clerk from the gas station knew she was there and that's why they have that time stamp at one forty. Um, 
fills up her car, fills up that gas can for the tractor. The gas can is actually found like near the tractor, but mm. still full. So it's like almost like you can in your head paint a picture of her pulling back in, parking her car at the shed. Her purse is in the car. Her money is in the car. Keys are in the car. Like nothing is taken. Right. Except her. Um, and then the gas can is found near the tractor. Like so it's almost like it. she's walking yep. and then gets stopped Surprise. by somebody. And then from there, there's no signs of a struggle. So they think it may be possibly somebody she knew or at least recognized. Yeah, that's that's the case a lot of times. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> um, so that search that they did with all those the, all those people, they were talking about how like beloved this girl was as a as a teacher to all these young kids, and her her classroom kind of became a hub where like. Before school, during lunch, after school, kids would kind of congregate because she was like the young hip teacher or whatever. And I don't know. Talking a crazy computer yeah. talk. So all these kids were like, are really involved. They weren't allowed to take part in the actual like search. Right. Because what if you found you it? Don't yeah. Want, yeah. But they were like papering the town with flyers and this and that. And uh, um, so August 4th. So we are now just shy of a month after she goes missing. Mm hmm. Um, a hunter scouting some woods two miles southwest of Blanchardville, which is right near Argyle. Which I know where Blanchardville ironically, is. was where Barbara Blackstone was born in Argyle. Really? So yeah, that's the other thing. Go. I'm. I don't mean to go back, but okay. So, she's born in Argyle. She goes to school at Ohio State University. That's where she meets her husband, and then the two eventually go come back to Wisconsin. Build for to build the house and for her teaching job and whatever, and that's like, I don't know, ninety miles they said away from Argyle, Linden Station or wherever. Yeah. Um, but her body's found, um, two miles southwest of Blanchardville. Um, dental records was how they determined it was her. Like I said, it's it's mid July, so the, the weather has gotten to her and the, animals, you know, all that stuff. Um, she'd been done 25 to 30 days according to the autopsy. It was so decomposed that they couldn't actually tell, you know, cause of death. Damn. Um, but that's 75 miles away from the home she was abducted from. Right. Now, it says, at first glance, it would appear that the killer wanted to hide the body well away from the scene of the abduction. What makes the case more mysterious is the fact that Barbara Blackstone grew up on a farm near Argyle, Wisconsin less than eight miles away from where the body was found. Yeah, that's weird. It would be an unlikely coincidence that the killer would dump the body so close to where Barbara grew up. There's no direct route between Linden Station and Blanchardville. It's like all oh, back yeah. roads. So it's like, why would you, why would you do that? Um, her dad has a theory that that's, um, someone abducted her, and the reason why she was found there was because she may have told her abductor that she had a savings account. Right. She still That's had a savings account in an Argyle bank in hopes of having her life spared. Yeah. <clears throat> You're safe. But or this is one of those things where, like, the scariest uh, killings are the ones like this where there's no ev you know, no evidence, no suspect, no witness. If you, if you were to like murder Ashley. Okay. Oh, great. You're fucking. You're our suspect number one, right? Yeah. But if you if you just walked 
two miles away from here and murdered somebody that you've never met before, the chances of them finding you are drastically reduced. Right. Because, like, you don't have any contact. You have no motive. You have no prior yeah. uh, engagement with that person. And you that's no, why that's pretty rare. That's why that's mean? super rare because yep. you have to be a complete fucking animal yeah, yeah. to just kill somebody you don't know. But right. it happens. It does. And when that happens, that's when fucking law enforcement is left like scratching their head because they have nothing to go on. Right. Um, yeah, it's usually somebody somebody that knows something or yeah, when it's uh it is so rare for it just to be a, a complete random person. Yeah. So that's yeah, when it so does that, happen it's freaky. That was 19 Even like the time is scary on that like uh, 20 to 2 on a Tuesday or whatever the hell it was or Friday or whatever it's like uh I It's really weird. That's There's uh um, so when I was researching it, I came across a a podcast that a a woman by the name of uh, I'm trying to find it here. Oh, her name is Nina Instead. She has a podcast called the Already Gone Podcast. And if you want to look into this, this one's episode eighty eight, and it also details the other two murders in the area that summer oh, that, that, I, that I just hit yeah. on. <clears throat> They're pretty. Those ones are pretty fucking graphic. Um. But she also had another an, another few things in that one where she was talking about the sheriff was super furious because he thinks he may have had the guy, but oh, the guy yeah. got away. Um, apparently they pulled over a, like they called it like a creeper van. We all know what a creeper van yeah. is, right? Um, but they pull over this creeper van at a truck stop in um, Linden Station and I guess he's got, like, all kinds of bonded shit and, like, duct tape and handcuffs and porno mags. And they're, like, the smell inside this van was, like, nothing you've ever smelled uh. in your life. And I, they didn't, in the, in the podcast I listened to, they didn't get to, um, they didn't say how they even pulled this guy over or how they, you know, if they... If they want to pull you over, they'll find a fucking reason. For like, sure, you'll have a tail light out, or you'll have yeah. a fucking for some reason. You know, if they want, if they want to kind of question you, they'll find a they'll way to do, do it. it. Yep. Um, but apparently, the the sheriff was like, "This, I want, I want this fucking van impounded, and I want to go over this thing." And then I guess he got pulled away from that with another call. And I don't know if you know anything about law enforcement, but um, chain of command is very important when it comes to, like, evidence. Sure. So something got fucked up during that, and so nothing that they could find in the van was admissible in court no matter what. Uh, It was considered contaminated. Damn. Um, And they're like, well, how how do you plug this guy that just... Yeah, he's fucking weird. Right. He had a bunch of other like sexual um, crimes against him. There was one that he got busted for where he, uh, I think he was living with this girl, and then she moved out, and then later on, I guess she was living there for free. She would just like cook and clean and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and didn't pay any rent. Okay. And she goes on, and she has a baby with another guy, and things go sour there, so she comes back to this dude. And she thinks it's going to be like the same arrangement where she's just going to cook and clean and live there for free. No. He, he fucking handcuffs her to a radiator and like sexually abuses the fuck out of her oh, for shit. days. And then once he sees it on um, like TV that she's a missing person, he like gets spooked and lets her go. 
she runs straight to the cops, and he ends up going away for that. That's got to be the guy. It could, it could definitely be the guy, um, but they but, but don't they know. don't know. Right. There, was, there was no evidence suggesting that it was, um, and they're like, well, what what links this guy to to Barbara Blackstone? Um, I guess he used to always hang out at this truck stop, and that truck stop happened to be a hot spot for the teachers. They would go there for lunch. They would go there for coffee. So it's like maybe she just saw him. It's one of those things like I hit on earlier where if you see somebody, you know, 10 times at a gas station or something Mm -hmm. and you just kind of like nod to them or whatever because you just, I don't know, I don't know about you, but like my morning routine, I get up in the morning, I head to quick trip. You hit the same spot Around the same time and you see a lot of the same faces. So let's just say she goes to this truck stop you know, twice a week for lunch and this guy's there and who's to say he wasn't also in that gas station when she was filling up and then kind of like followed her home. Right. And she would at least, at least have a rec, like recognize him though. So there wouldn't be like a struggle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like enough to where, Oh yeah. You're the guy from. Yeah. And then shit goes sideways or whatever. But yeah. But yeah, the, uh, that, that podcast, I would definitely recommend it. Um, I'm not like a super big true crime guy. I'll tell you this. I listened to it last night at like 11 o'clock at night, and I didn't get to. <laughs> it was only a 30 minute pod. I don't th- actually. I was listening to it probably like 10, and I I couldn't sleep until like midnight just because it's just like right. The chick has like this really um, really calm voice. Like a, she's got a great true crime. Yeah. Like an NPR kind of. Right. Voice. You know what I'm talking about. So that adds to it. It fucking was it was intense, dude. But uh, I can only do like, like I can't imagine the people that only listen to those because I would go chicks after one. Yeah, chicks love them. They do. After um, I listen to one, I'm like, all right, I gotta, I need a palate cleanser. You do. You know? I need. To, <laughs> I you just need Someone something. Needs to crack some jokes or I don't know, some <laughs> fantasy football or something. I know. Maybe we're bringing people down with these uh, series we're doing. I don't know. Um, it's I, only did, one I did want to say that in. 2009, authorities reopened the 22-year-old murder case. Really? Um, on Mark Anderson, who was a former student of Barbara Blackstone, um, requested it be reopened. Okay. And he put up a $25,000 reward. This guy, um, do you remember Netscape yeah. browser? Yeah. He founded it. Really? So this guy is in her computer class in 1987. Then goes, it goes on, on to, make to Nets- create Netscape wow. Navigator. From Wisconsin. Huh? And then he's oh, like, shit. I want to try to find this killer or whatever. Yeah. But it's still unsolved. So uh, who knows, man? Maybe, maybe somebody out there knows something. Yeah. That'd be nice to get some closure. Yeah. Um... What do we want to do? We got a, uh, what do we got to do? Shake, oh, we shakers have, uh, is coming up. Yes. Shakers. We booked it. I believe the uh, time slot we booked for is sold out. So if you guys didn't jump on it. Sorry about your luck. I definitely encourage you guys to still do it. Like, yeah. Even that night, I think there's 1030 slots or. Yeah, I want to say a 930 or something like that. We got, we're slotted in for 830 PM on the 19th. Yep. Right? Yep. Thank so you we'll for doing there. that. No problem. And um, who's going with us for sure? Anybody? We got Ashley. We got uh, you. Uh, yeah. I thought, no, a couple other people. Um, Was Justin? I thought I sent him the link. I, I don't guess know. I don't we'll have, see. I don't have conf- yeah, confirmation. Either way. Um, 
that's when we're doing it. So if you guys want to get on board, get on board. Even if you go to the later showing or um, another day or whatever, but that'll be fucking cool. I also, last week we started our month-long uh, Halloween trivia series. You remember that? Hell yeah. Which I'm Do you remember uh, the score? The yeah, 1-0. <laughs> it is 1-0. Yes. Big, holding on to a big lead. I thought about it too. Kendra's like, will you... Uh, you like threw that one out, that last one out there, like all willy nilly. And I was like, yeah, I, I know I said in the beginning that it was going to be a month long thing. And then I totally, that happens all the time. Yeah. I but know. it is. No, it's month long. So today, um, you got five questions. I got five questions. Sweet. I got a sealed envelope somewhere. Yeah, right over here. So let's take another quick break and then we'll come back um, with week two of the Halloween trivia. See if I can't pull into the lead. Not happening. All right, we're back. Uh, before, <laughs> we were talking a bit in the break, but before we get into uh, Halloween trivia, we had a little phone call on Sunday, Adam. You That's wanna, right. You want to tell us, tell the folks out there who gave us a buzz? Our good old buddy TJ. Yes, he did. Uh, he calls us. It's probably, I don't know, 8.30-ish. Yeah, on a Sunday night. On Sunday night here. But the thing is, uh, we happen to know that TJ is not here, not only not in town, but he's not even in the fucking country. Uh, he was with his brothers and his mother, and they are touring um, a city in Italy. And I think it's like where his great-grandparents lived or something like that. It's some sort of like lineage thing, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I want to say, I think he was in the war, and there's a... There's something named after him, like a memorial maybe sure. or something like that. It's something like that. Yeah. Maybe, I'm sure he'll correct us. Yeah. But he he calls and um, he's had a, he's had a few, you can tell. But he's he's calling to ask me what, what I'm doing. And I'm like, well, me and Adam are sitting here watching a little wrestling. It, was a, it was a Sunday night pay-per-view. And um, he's like, well, that's what I wanted to call you about. And I was like, what about it? And he goes... That fucking wrestling is like made its way over here. And I was like, yeah, no shit. It's the world wrestling entertainment. Like, it's one of the biggest companies in the world. Like, whether you want, whether you like it or not, whether you fucking dig it or not, whether you want to think it's not big or not, it's fucking huge. Yeah. And and that's what he wants to talk about at first. Then he gets a call from, he's like, I'm going to call you back. My wife's calling me. So he hangs up. And I was like, I think we dodged a bullet there. And then, like, what did you say? Another half hour goes by. Phone rings. Phone again. rings again. It's TJ, and I'm, I'm debating at this point, and I'm like, all right, I got, I got to talk to him. He hops on. He's telling me that uh, he, this time he's like off the wrestling, but he's like, what are you guys doing? You remember this? <laughs> you remember this? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, we're watching the fucking wrestling, and he's, and I'm like, what are you doing? <clears throat> and he's like, I'm, I'm just having beer. I'm like, oh yeah. Where are you at? I'm out in front of the hotel. And I'm like, well, what time is it there? And he's like, he couldn't. I'm like, Adam, get on your phone right now and look up what time it is in Italy. It was like. In Rome, wasn't it? Yeah, Rome, Italy. Rome, yeah. What time was it? Do you remember? (laughs) It's 3.30 in the morning. (laughs) It was. (laughs) I go, go, TJ, it's 3.30 in the morning over there. I'm. And he goes, yeah, I know. Everybody keeps telling me that. And I was like, wait, who keeps telling you that? And you're like, Pe- people outside in front of this hotel. And I was like, 
TJ, if I know your mom, she probably has some shit planned for you tomorrow. Like, what's everybody else doing? They're sleeping. And I go, you haven't been to bed yet? And you remember his response to that? It was my I've favorite thing. I've been to bed thing. hundreds of times. <laughs> I've been to bed hundreds of times. And I'm like, yeah, but have you been to bed tonight? And he's like, no. Yeah, you're like, when's the last time you've been to bed? I don't know, Sunday? Because it was... <laughs> no, I said I said it's fucking 3.30 on a Sunday or something. And you go, and he's like, it's Sunday? And I'm like, I'm, I'm assuming it is, but where he was, it was probably Monday morning. morning right. Three in the morning, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, always, always good to get a call from TJ. I, just, I thought that was so fucking funny. He should come on that the he show was and... Calling and, uh... from country, from the other side of the world to give us shit about right. what we were watching that <laughs> night. Fucking great. We should have him on so he can tell us about his, uh, his adventure? Italian adventures. Yeah, yeah, we should. Um, yeah, that kind of bleeds into what I was telling you earlier, too. Um, we, we've been talking about it for weeks now, but we got our new setup almost ready to go. Um, when that drops, and actually, probably not the recording you're listening to now, but the following one, we're going to start dropping these things instead of uh, Thursday night. night we're going to drop them sometime during the day on Friday. It's going to it's basically going to give us a little more time to make the show better. Um, I feel like I had a little more time uh, when the when the show first started where I could kind of put in some clips here and there and stuff like that. Right, Easter eggs. I just have not I've been so fucking busy that it's like we record it's a really quick turnaround. Like Yeah. We record Wednesday nights. Sometimes we don't finish till 11. Right. And then that fucker's up every Thursday by 7. 7 p.m., yeah. So it's like, and, and I have to work between there. So it's like, it, it's just crazy. I think, I really do. I think the show will be better. Um, we're just going to push it off. Nobody's going to, we're not going to skip an episode or anything like that. We're just going to push, starting when next week, we'll push. It'll drop Friday. It'll drop Thursday. Friday. We haven't discussed a time yet, but sometime, sometime noon or a little after, I'm thinking is when it'll come out. So that's that. So look for that. <clears throat> um, let's see. Week two of the trivia. You ready for this? Yeah. Got to defend my uh, title. You don't have a title yet. Not until well, the end of the I got to defend my streak then. Because right now I have one going. All right. I've shuffled them. I've not looked at them. I just took them out of a sealed envelope. So I take five? Just, or just pull. I don't oh, care. Oh, we could pull. Whatever you want to do. doesn't matter. Okay. Do you want to go first? You want to read first? Or you want me to read first? Uh, the champ <laughs> decides uh, he'll read first. <laughs> Get out of here. You usually win these things. So let me have my moment. All right, so back to the Halloween fall theme. And uh, our favorite uh, type, so... type of candy. If it's circus peanuts, I'm going to throw something through the window. <laughs> candy corn. Yep. God damn it. Each year, how many pounds of candy corn are produced? Is Shit. It... I'll tell you what. There's a fucking lot more produced than what's consumed. Yeah, no kidding. You think they just feel the... You eat three of them re- and then you're like, these are gross. What they, yeah, reuse what they had from last year because nobody ate them. Uh, A, 12 million. B, 27 million. C, 35 million. D, 50 million. Please read those one more time. A12, B27, C35, D50. 
Ooh, I'm gonna go with B27. Seems like a weird number. And it's D50 million. Wow, dude. I almost said as you were as you were reading them, I almost said just I'm just gonna take the highest one. People at work there should be ashamed. It would have been right too. Fuck. All right. What are you gonna do? No point for you. No soup for you. All right, you ready, sir? Bring it. God damn it. This is like a tongue twister. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Horribly hoarse hoot owls hoot howls of horror in haunted houses because they are unsure if two witches would watch two watches. Which witch would watch which watch? There's no actual question here. I just wanted to hear one of you say this nonsense. That's beautiful. <laughs> God damn it. Man. <laughs> My brain was like, okay, it's uh, witch A... Is looking at. <laughs> oh my god, that was fucking funny. You should have rolled with that. I would have asked you like five more times, like, okay, what about the owl? Again? I really should have. Fuck, it's I should. Who, what now? I really, I really missed the bolt there. How many witches? That was good though. <laughs> that was good. One witch, two watch. Oh no, two witches. Okay. <laughs> no, it's got to be your witch. <laughs> oh, right, right. Get a good look at a T-bone by sticking your head up a butcher's ass. Does the witch have a hat? Alright, <laughs> hopefully this is a real question. National Owl Month, dude. It's the day I told you. You said that. You ready? Bring it. In what country was the first written account of children using the phrase trick-or-treat on Halloween? Mm. A. Canada. Canada. B. France. C. Spain. D. USA. It feels USA. A. Canada. B, France. C, Spain. D, USA. I'm going to go... France? The answer is A, Canada. Canada, huh? Yeah. Uh, Canada, A. This is a, a clip from the newspaper that says, The youthful tormentors were at back door and front demanding edible plunder by the word trick-or-treat, to which the inmates like gladly, gladly responded, responded and sent the robbers away rejoicing. So it, it does sound from, like the purge. So trick-or-treating comes from robbing? Um, or at least like tormenting your neighbors until they gave you Candy. treats. Yeah, okay. Or you're going to fuck with their shit. So n- neither one of us have gotten a point yet. No point yet. thus far. Everyone you read, I could tie it up. Alright. What is a group of witches called? A, a coven, B, heels, C, a heron, harem, D, a flock. That is A, a coven. Yeah. That was an easy one. That was an easy one. All right. I'm back. Deserved it for the tongue twister, I guess. Jesus. I did pretty good not stammering on that tongue twister. Save that one. I'm going to memorize it. That was a good one. I crumpled it up. It's It's right here. Keep that. Put that in your pocket. You ready? Yep. What popular fall festival activity did the Romans bring to Britain when they invaded? A. Carving pumpkins. B. Jumping in leaf piles. C. Roasting, roasting pumpkin seeds. D. Bobbing for apples. D. Bobbing for apples. That is correct. Yes. Bobbing for apples, a.k.a. apple ducking, duck apple, or duking... 
They don't say that one anymore. Another variation was also played where apples were hung from strings and contestants would try to bite into them. I feel like we did that when we were in like grade school. That was one of the ones. I'm sh- maybe. I feel like a damn deer. <laughs> Look at that idiot trying to yeah. bite the apple off the what string. A <laughs> His mouth's way too small for that apple we're in just elementary wait- school. Yeah. We just reach into the barrel and just pull out the apples. Like, I'm not getting my hair wet. Throw it at the teacher. <laughs> yeah. This is Wilson. <laughs> were you in Wilson back then? I was. Yeah. Represent. My turn. Let me tie this thing. Let's see if we can get a little more uh, difficult on the question. A banshee is known for doing what? Yes. A, stealing your children, B, screaming, C, shattering your light bulbs, or D, sucking the breath from you while you sleep. It's the screaming one. It's the screaming one. I was going to say howling, like you say, howling like a banshee. That's true. I all... Sucking the ch- breath out of your children is fucked up. Did you hear that? Yeah. That was one of them? That was one of them. Don't cats do that? Yes. Remember Cat's Eye? Yes. Yeah, See, but that, they said cats did that, but in the movie it was a little cool troll guy. He was doing it, and the cat ended up saving Drew Barrymore. That's right. I think. No, you're right. And she was Firestarter? And she was Firestarter? Damn. And she was in The Wedding Singer? <laughs> They were cones! That was Stephen King. <laughs> How do you know? He might have had a credit. How do you think they got Billy Idol? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you're going to have to be a fucking meteorologist to know this. No. God damn it. An astrologist. Even worse. Oh. You get If you were a meteorologist, you, you could be wrong half the time and you'd and still be right. Job, yeah. All right, ready? Yep. In what year will the next full moon occur during Halloween? Oh, damn. A, 2020, B, 2039, C, 2042, D, 2019. 2039. That is false. The what? answer is A. <laughs> you didn't check your lunar calendar this morning. No, hold on. I have a story about this. Well, let me just say, the last yeah. Halloween that had a full moon was in 2001. Okay. The next full moon after 2020, which would be the next one, won't occur until 2039. So that would be your next one. Oh, you know what? I had it mixed up with Friday the 13th. Oh, really? Yeah, we just had a we just had a full moon on Friday the 13th last last month. Yes. And I was at practice, and I'm like, I'm like someone's like, oh, the moon looks cool or whatever. I go, yeah, it's it's the last one until uh, 2039 or whatever it was. So I was like, as soon as you said that, I'm like, that sounds oh, it's right. Stuck with you. Yeah. And it was funny because I didn't say Friday the 13th in the full moon. I just said a full moon. So, like, so everybody went back and like sat down and got, they're like, this fucking idiot thinks that can be a full moon a full again moon until next month. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what? <laughs> that is funny. It was pretty funny. Um, your turn to read one for me. In what American state is it illegal to dress up like a priest or a nun? Wherever there's the most children. <laughs> A, Wisconsin. B, Kentucky. C, Alabama. D, I, Ohio. Alright, I am going to eliminate Wisconsin right off the bat. Yeah, I would have Antonio, Antonio was a priest when you... That doesn't mean he wasn't breaking the law, but I just feel like I would have heard about it. 
That guy doesn't break. Um, have you seen his basement? Play poker down there. Yeah, then you've seen you sh- he you- breaks the law. <laughs> So much bondage. You should come equipment. play again, man. <laughs> uh, um, I want to rule out Ohio right off the bat. I just feel like as soon as you said that, I was like, this is a Bible Belt thing. And okay. I was really hoping Kentucky was going to be the only one that that, that was going to fall into. But then you would throw out Alabama, and that put me in a whole total fucking... I'm going to go Alabama. You are correct. Roll Tide. Roll Roll Tide on that. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the wording of the law. Fraudulently pretending to be clergymen, whoever being in public place fraudulently pretends by garb or outward array to be minister of any religion or nun, priest, rabbi, or any other member of clergy is guilty of misdemeanor and upon conviction shall be punished by a fine not exceeding 500 or confinement in the county jail for not more than a year. Holy shit, they could put you in the jail for 364 days? Yeah. <coughs> Do you think that's waived it? on Halloween because it's just like dress-up night? I don't know, man. Nobody's going to test it, that's yeah, for sure. It's not worth the year. All right, you ready for yours? Bring it on. You have two more. I only have one more. I love these 30, these, uh, not 30s, these uh, years. Year the first months. one I saw was 30s. That's why I said that. In what decade did trick-or-treating as we know it today start gaining popularity in America? A, 1930s. B, 1950s. C, 1980s. D, 1900s. Shit. I'm going to say 50s. The answer is A, 1930s. It's going back and forth. While there, yeah, I would have done, I think, 30s or 1900s. I I thought, when I was reading them, I thought 30s for sure, because I was like, 50s seems too Too new, 80s for sure is too new. And then once it threw 1900s, I was like, it could go back that far. Uh, It says, while there are mentions of souling and guising, I don't know what the fuck that is, G-U-I-S-I-N-G, guising, like poltergeist. Beetle, yeah, like beetle guys, disguise <laughs> like guys, disguise like dressing up. Oh, you're probably way right. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, it, in the USA, earlier than the 1930s, it wasn't until the mid to late 30s that we started to see the phrase "trick or treat" being used in print in the USA. I did not know that. Well, I do declare. All right, you, that is a prize-winning dumper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Uh, yes. How many? If cho- I get this right, I fucking guarantee going in the lead next I week. Know, it's bullshit. How many children have been seriously injured or killed from poison candy given to them by strangers on Halloween? Oh my gosh! You know what I'm going to tell you, right? Okay, go for it. Go for it. A- I have. A, I 17. happen to have a little bit of knowledge on this. Ah shit. <laughs> ah shit. Ah you, you horse poison, shit. Can, you poison candy. Uh, A seventeen, B thirty nine, C eight, D zero. Oh, I wish that number wasn't zero. I, I think it should. I think it's very low. What was that first number? Seventeen. <sighs> B thirty nine, C eight, D zero. Okay, this is one of those things. 
that is like urban legend. You hear about poison candy, every fucking the razor blade and the apple. apple, every fucking um every parent worth their salt goes through the kids candy looking for something. Don't they take them to I've seen them like they you can they go can, x-ray them. That's, that's 100% nuts. true. That's nuts. Um, but I read something once a long time ago that said that out of the instances where this has happened, it's almost always a family member doing it. As fucked up as that sounds. Yeah, I believe it. Like you're gonna poison your own kid. Yeah, it's fucked up. Right? That was just the fact that it's, it's the, so the it goes, key it's word like killing, like the stranger thing. For me, that's the really key word in there is always... stranger. Because I feel like the ones that yeah. have been acknowledged that this happened to. Our fam, but I can't. I want to say zero, but part of me is like, would it? You, I feel like there would be at least some, but I'm gonna go zero. You are correct. Yes. And back to. I almost talked myself out of it to seventeen. You almost said like the whole answer too. There have been a few cases of family members tampering with candy and blaming on strangers. There has also been numerous false alarms, where an illness was thought to be caused from the candy. Later discovered it was something else entirely. Also, there have been a tiny number of instances where sharp objects put into candy by strangers, but luckily no one has ever been seriously hurt. By oh, that was the other... I wasn't even thinking about the seriously hurt aspect of it. I was only worried about strangers. Right. How many children have been seriously injured or killed? I yep. still think it's weird that it's zero. Yeah, you'd think there'd be one. At least one. 17 since, seemed since a little high. If that number 20s. was like nine, I think I would have for sure went with nine. You know what I mean? There like, was an eight... There was? Yeah, you didn't go with eight. Mm. I must have not been paying attention during that eight. <laughs> there was an eight? Yeah. Are you serious? 173980. Oh, I must I was, have I was hoping. I guess I thought they eight. were just going up in order. Right. Like maybe I heard eighty. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I would have I would have probably totally said eight. <laughs> uh, Alright. I want you to get this right. Well and, thank you. <laughs> Watch my eyes. I'm going to tell you which one it is. No. In terms of parties held in the USA, Halloween is third. What two days have more parties than Halloween? A, Labor Day, Memorial Day. B, okay. New Year's Eve and the Super Bowl. C, Christmas and Fourth of July. D, I feel like... Super Bowl and WrestleMania. <laughs> that was definitely a doctored answer. I love okay. It. Somebody knows their audience. Yup. So it ain't D. <laughs> hey, man. Don't sleep on Mania. It's worldwide. They got it in Rome. Um, I, I gotta say New Year's and Super Bowl. That is correct, yeah. sir. New Year's Eve and the Super Bowl. Those two together, that's a that's a tag team, man. Yeah, cause uh, like Christmas is probably very well attended, but Fourth of July maybe not so much. So yeah. it's like that. Yep. But yeah, both of those New Year's Eve and Super Bowl, right on. All right, so after two weeks <coughs> of the Halloween uh, trivia challenge, I have taken the lead four to three. I'm really glad that it's very close, though. Yeah, we still got two weeks left. We do. Alright. Um, I think we're gonna bail on a top three this week. We've already got quite a bit of unless you wanna throw one out there, I got nothing at this point. No, I don't have any. Alright, anything else you wanna say or uh 
No, I'm good. I want to say, well, I want to say happy birthday. I'm not trying to make you sound oh, like Jesus a dick. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, happy birthday to my that. sister, Abby. Yes. And happy birthday yesterday to my sister, Sarah. And tomorrow, um, it's not my wedding anniversary, but it is my uh, anniversary of me starting to date my wife. All right. Can you guess how many years? I will say, let's see. Holy shit, man. 20? Two decades. 20? Yes. Yeah. 20 years. I love I you, babe. 21. All right, you guys have a great week. Um, this pod, well, you're listening to it. You're, you're listening to it. But know that next week, the the next pod you hear is going to come out a day late, and that's going to be our normal time from here on out. Um, we're going to release that Friday and sometime in the afternoon. All right? Later.